Thank you so much for joining me. This is episode 38 with Stephanie Lane's Institute called Do You Surround Yourself with Successful Business Owners? Tonight on Esthetician Chat, right here on Clubhouse, we're going to chat about all things esthetician and the beauty business. Thank you guys so much for joining me. I'm so excited that we are on episode 38. That means yeah, you need to listen to the 37 other episodes that I have on the Stephanie Lane's Institute Beauty Business Podcast. For those of you guys who are on Clubhouse, I have pinned our last episode um, that is just launched on Monday, every Monday morning at 6 a.m. We do and release a new podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, and on our Kajabi app. And that episode that we have pinned in the group is called Growing Your Core Clientele in Your Business. That one's a really good one, especially those of you who are struggling with your business. I definitely suggest you uh, listen to that. But tonight, we're going to really talk about things about surrounding yourself with successful business owners. And the thing about putting yourself in places where successful business owners are is because you have a different way of looking at your business. I do find that most estheticians really rely heavily on Facebook groups and they don't really understand that the Facebook group is really a mask. Because to be honest and very much honesty, business owners who are extremely busy are not on Facebook. They're not in a Facebook group having conversations. They're busy doing their business. So I've shared this many different times on social media, whether it's with my mentoring group, whether it's been on my esthetician chat, which is my podcast. I've shared with a lot of estheticians, even in person, that people who are really, really busy, especially business owners, are not in these Facebook groups. So what that means is, is that you have to on purpose, put yourself around successful business owners. And the reason you have to do this is because there should be a goal that you should be striving to. You don't want to take the stance of, I got to figure out what you're doing. It's understanding that multiple different things are happening, right? I mentioned this and pretty much most of my podcasts, I've mentioned at some point that not every beauty business suffered in the pandemic. Not every beauty business is going to suffer in our uh, recession and not every beauty business is struggling. I've said this many, many times. Really what that means is, is that they've done the things and they put the things in place for their business to be consistent, right? And by being consistent, you're being around other people in the business who are also consistent. You're keeping each other accountable. So when you get in a situation where you're around successful business owners, they are doing what you want to do. They have walked the path that you're currently walking. They're openly sharing their experiences. They're openly sharing their setbacks and they're openly sharing their successes in a way that doesn't feel overwhelmed, right? I'm in two, and I've been in two groups for quite a while, successful estheticians, which is a very small group. And then I've been with other business owners that make seven, eight, nine figures, right? I've shared this on, on, on a few occasions. And it's so funny that people will send me private messages asking me to invite them, but it's not based off of invitation. It's really about couple other things, but it's not just me inviting someone, right? What I've learned by surrounding myself with people who are extremely successful is that there's a common thread. 
And the common thread is that there's no excuse. There's no excuse for the business you have. There's no excuse for the business you want. There's no excuse. So either you do the work to get it done or you're making excuses. And when you're around successful people, they don't make excuses. There's no um, shortcut. They do the work. And it's really hard to explain when um, there's a lot of us who talk ourselves out of a lot of things, whether it's directly in our business, whether it's dealing with our money issues, whether it's understanding what's happening in the business, whether it's looking at um, all different types of issues that may come up in our business. What I love about surrounding myself with successful people is because they really understand protecting their energy and protecting what they're exposed to. And I didn't learn this until I would say just a couple of years ago because I've been very purposeful in making sure that I'm surrounded by successful businesses. And so in my tribe and the people that I communicate with, they're all in successful businesses. So we have a level of engagement that we're not complaining about the economy. We're not complaining that things are slow. We're not complaining that there is a recession coming. No, none, none of us are really speaking about that. What we're really doing is we are going into third quarter, we're gearing up for fourth quarter and then getting everything ready for 2023. That's really what we're doing, right? When I wasn't surrounded by successful businesses, it was easy for me to get caught up in what people wanted me to think. And I'm going to say this very specifically, because there are some people who love to complain and then we get drawn in because it's drama. So I've really learned how to separate myself and really protect my energy and what I spend time doing. And it didn't really happen until I got a, um, a business coach almost 10 years ago. And she was like, you need to start organizing your time. And I kept saying, I don't understand by organizing my time. I feel like my time is never mine. So how am I supposed to organize it, right? And she shared some really interesting things with me. She said, you know, people who are really successful, they're very specific with their time. So they're scheduled with their time. They know how long they're going to work on something. They know how much energy and effort to give to it and then let it go. They um, don't spend a whole lot of time on social media and they really make sure they're writing down their thoughts so that they can review them. And I kind of just looked at her like, um, I feel, and I told her, I said, I feel like I, ha I have so many different things that are happening at the same time that I'm not sure if I can organize my time to that extent. So she said, you know, get a journal and get a journal that gives you a daily outlook by the hour. So if you get to work at nine and you're done at six, can you schedule every single day? So not when you're seeing clients, because you can book that off, but when you're not seeing clients, can you organize that? She's also, let's start with Monday. You don't work on Monday, but let's organize your Monday for everything that you need to get done for the week. So whether that's posting on social media, whether that's updating your website, whether that's looking at your service menu, if it needs to be new, are you going to do your ordering? Are you going to be taking any classes? Let's organize your Monday. And so it didn't dawn on me until I started organizing my time that I didn't really have a whole lot of time to waste. 
So if I allocated 30 minutes to something or an hour to something, once it was done, I moved on to the next thing. And I started noticing that I was getting a lot done. I wasn't procrastinating anymore. I had certain targets I needed to do. I was excited to plan my next Monday by the hour. So I would start doing all those tasks that I need to do. And then they were done. Then I started carrying around a journal where I would write in the journal, depending on whatever project I was working on. And I started becoming so much more organized with my time that I didn't have time to be on social media playing around, even though I was told to schedule time on social media. So in that planning of my Monday, I gave myself three 15 minute times to be freely on social media. And then once the 15 minutes was up, I moved on and went about my day. What I learned all those years ago was that when I became more efficient in my time, I got a lot more stuff done. There was this, the excuse of before that was, ah, I don't really have a whole lot of time. I know I need to update my menu. I know I need to print off more business cards or send them to get printed. I know I need to do a deep clean in the treatment room. I know my shelves need to be dusted. I just can never find the time, right? It became so easy to make that excuse. But when I started organizing my time, it really changed the way I understood time and the things I needed to accomplish. And so I had that business coach for about two years and she really gave me a different outlook on my business. She not only helped me organize my time, but she became, um, she allowed me to see my business as something that, that I didn't have to do all the time. Like she even tried, it didn't work, but she tried to have me disconnect from all social media um, and not have it on my phone, take my emails off my phone um, and only connect to them on my desktop or my laptop. And I tried it for a little bit and it was really interesting because I got really antsy. So I wasn't able to hold on to that. So fast forward 10 years, I started really being on purpose and sound, surrounding myself with businesses that were doing what I wanted to do. So if, if it was to command eight and nine figures, I wanted to be around people who were already doing eight and nine figures. If it was a if it was going to be around someone who was an esthetician and they're very um, successful, and my level and my understanding of success may definitely be your different level of success. But I wanted to be in a group of esthetician business owners, whether they had a team or they were solo, but they were constantly striving and doing more. So they were paying for cash for their hydrofacial machine or they were buying buildings and paying them off in five years and then renting out those businesses or the building part of it. And the people who were leasing it were paying the mortgage. You know what I'm saying? Like I wanted to be surrounded by businesses who were doing things and really were not focusing on what everyone else was focusing on. It changed the way I in turn looked at my business. It changed my work ethic. It changed my understanding. And it also changed my focus because a lot of us run. And I can tell you that right now, I have two major Facebook groups. A lot of people run to Facebook groups to get validation when they ask questions or to get attention. Um, but Facebook and social media in general is a time waster, right? It's not money-making activity. 
So when I became purposeful with my schedule, my time, I always had to make sure I was doing money-making activity. So whether that was doing services or the time that I wasn't doing services, making sure my website was right, making sure the prices was correct, shipping out orders, rebooking client, money-making activity. So I didn't really have time to get sucked into time wasters. And I'm gonna give you an example of time wasters because a lot of us do it and we don't know. You click on your TikTok to see what's going on. You click on your Instagram, click on your Facebook. Those are a lot of time wasters unless you're very diligent with turning that off, right? Or getting off. The other thing is time wasters is, is Googling and searching on the internet for what other businesses are doing or trying to compare yourself to other businesses, which is another extreme time waster. I don't compare myself to other businesses. Matter of fact, I barely even look at any other businesses, to be honest. Um, but I got to that level of thinking by surrounding myself with successful business owners, because there's a big difference with surrounding yourself with successful business owners and then surrounding yourself with people who struggle. The conversations are different. The word choice is different. The energy is different. Um, there's a lot of woe is me with people who are struggling um, and they ask for advice, but don't take heed to the advice or, or, or even change something. It's, it's a, it's, it's a downhill spiral, right? But when I go and I put myself into whether it's a Facebook group or whether it's a, it's a group that's not on Facebook, but it's around people who are very successful in their business. A lot, the vibe is different. The energy is different. The conversations are different. And even the posts in the group are extremely different. You know, the thing about really changing my mindset is it's not just uh, uh, you wake up one day and you change your mind like, OK, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to put myself around successful businesses. It's not really like that. A lot of it comes from you deciding not to spend time around business owners who are not successful. It's one thing to read about drama that pops off on social media. We all get stuck down that hill, Right. But when you on purpose, make sure you're around successful business owners, everything is different. Conversation is different. Vibes, different. Energy is different. Even when they post um, certain questions, it's very different. You know, when you see someone say, you know, I just paid off my hydrofacial machine. I'm very excited. I'm getting ready to get my second machine. That's a very different conversation than someone arguing about a no show in a, in a Facebook group, or they're arguing about a product that didn't show up or um, their order got lost. Like the conversations are so different. And so you come away with a very different feeling. I'll never forget when I started understanding that on a different level. Um, I started understanding the importance of not only focusing on your time, minimizing time wasters, but understanding that money is a tool, right? You start looking at how you spend. You start looking at, do you need to spend? You start asking those questions. How can I be better efficient at spending? That's because you surround yourself with successful businesses and they understand the importance of controlling the money that goes out of the business, right? When I started 
my first mentoring group. And I started talking to people in that group about paying themselves. It was such an eye-opening conversation because my goal in that group was to get everyone to pay themselves on payroll. Like that was my goal. Now I didn't say the goal. I didn't need to say the goal, but that was my underlying goal was to bring awareness of why they needed payroll and then get everyone in that group on payroll. Because I knew that if I got them on payroll, their, their, their viewpoint of their business would be different because it was no longer, I'm going to just pay whatever I can. And then I'm going to have to put it back next week. It was the money goes into your personal account and it stays there and you're able to live off of that money. What was dawning to me and very eye-opening for them was that once they got to payroll, the conversations changed. It wasn't even people becoming emotional over cancellations. It was more of how fast can I get to my waiting list or how fast can I post that I have an opening this afternoon? I want to make sure I can fill it. It was you know, I'm going to do my Facebook group and I'm going to grow it and I'm going to stick with it because I know eventually it's going to pay off. The conversations changed. So I would challenge you if you're listening right now to think about who's in your circle. Is it successful business owners? Because here's the other thing. You got to have people in your corner who are business owners. We are very different in thinking. Not to say it's bad, to not have someone in your corner who isn't a business owner. But if you want if you want longevity, you know, a long time in your business, if you want that true, authentic understanding, you got to surround yourself with business owners because we think different. We do things different. We live different, right? But you, you, you have to be willing to put yourself in those situations. I started off with getting everyone in my mentoring group, um, on payroll because I knew it would instantly change their mind. They would have a different vantage point of their business. And the reason I know that is because I did. So my goal was to make sure that they had, that they got on payroll. The next thing that I wanted to do after that was get them to understand that clients will give your business money if you allow them to. So if it's on your store, if it's in a Facebook group, if it's um, in during a service, if it's you know, virtual consultations. You need to be open to all of that and you need to allow people to do that. Once I started getting them there after we moved from payroll, the conversation changed again. But I provided an environment of extremely successful businesses to now have open conversations. There was no more of the fear of if I offer a service, you're going to copy my service. That was no longer the conversation or the fear of losing a client. Those weren't even conversations anymore. The conversation started moving to customized services. It was on cost per service. It was giving clients the understanding and feeling that they were the only clients. So in order for you to do that, if you offer a 60-minute service, you're going to charge them for a 90 minute service, but take that 30 minutes to take your time to check them out, upsell them and then get them out. So by the time the next client came, they didn't see anybody because the client experience will dictate not only client referrals and client returns, but all of your income. So I really loved being able to provide an environment to get people to the next level and then get them to the next level and then get them to the next level, right? 
But are you doing that? Do you understand how precious your time is? Do you understand that you need to be doing money-making activity? Not to say you can't go on social media, but you gotta be very efficient with your time. For me, a lot of efficiency comes from listening to podcasts when I'm driving. For me, it's about being effective with my time so that when I do get to where I need to go, especially my office, I'm doing money-making activity then. So I think for us, a lot of us struggle with the understanding and the idea that we may not have people that are in our corner that are business owners, or we may not have people that are in our corner that are successful business owners, but you have the power to get around successful business owners. And it may not be on social media. It may not. I like even going and being a part of, of business groups that aren't even the business that I'm in. I just want to be around successful business owners. I want to understand the way they think. I want them to have open discussions that are open to um, speaking freely and allowing me to hear them speak about things that I may not have even known about or thought about or understood. So there is a role for successful business owners. The key to it is, can you put yourself in those positions to be around them? Because the thought patterns are different. How they speak is different. What they speak about is different. You know, and the thing is, is that we are very easily persuaded, especially when we talk negative to ourselves. Well, I don't know if I want to be around business owners because they may ask me if I'm successful and I'm not there yet. And that's really not what it's about. What it's about is making sure that you're understanding what people are doing, how they did it. Not only was it inspiring, so to say that you could do it, but they present things in a way where you probably have never thought about, right? I'll never forget when I went to Maxine Drake's Beauty Business Summit 2019 and they introduced to me Profit First from Mike Michalowicz and he started saying that you need to start allocating your income in certain accounts. So all your retail sales should go into one account. Your services should go into another account. Your gift certificate sales should go into another account. You should have a separate account for your sales tax so you can save it up. You should have an owner profit or a bonus for yourself. Like all of those things blew my mind because I had never heard of this way of doing business, but it made sense because those accounts that you were allocating all those income to, you didn't have access to. Now you would pay some bills, but the money would be sitting. There's no visa check card. There's not even any checks. If you need money from that certain account, you gotta go to the bank to get it. It forced you to become not only responsible for how you spend, but you gotta now justify it too. And I really sat there for a while in shock, like. This makes sense. Now, I've always had a payroll account, but I'm like, oh, this, this really makes sense. Now, I'm extremely disciplined. I wasn't always, but I'm extremely disciplined. But I surrounded myself at the Beauty Business Summit with successful business owners. One of the presenters, and I believe it was Maxine Drake, was the one that presented 
the profit first and understanding why it's important to not only know where your money is, but control it if you have money problems. Many of us don't have a separate gift certificate sale account. A lot of us don't have a separate sales account or a sales tax account just to collect sales tax and then have it there. And then when we need to pay it, we pull it from there. A lot of us don't do that, right? Some of us do though, but a lot of us don't. A lot of us don't have a, a bonus account. I remember when I put myself on payroll, I was so happy to be able to put money into a savings account that came directly from payroll every time I got paid. So I didn't have to transfer anything. I was so happy. Then I did it to another account. I was so happy because I was automatically saving money. I never had to touch it. I was just telling the payroll company, I want this amount to go into that account every time I'm getting paid. It started for me to become so exciting because I was truly seeing the fruits of my labor. Now, I'm not a great person to save money, right? Especially if I get my hands on it, I'm being very honest. But I loved being surrounded by successful business owners who were doing these types of allocations, who had three and four different accounts to save money, who were starting to do their 401ks, who were starting to do benefits for themselves through their business, paying for their medical and paying for their dental through the business. But you got to be around people who are doing these things consistently for you to understand why it's important for you to do them as well. It's a benefit to you. It's a benefit to save money. It's a benefit to be able to have um, medical insurance and dental insurance. It's a benefit to put yourself on payroll, to pay your disability and your unemployment. Like it's all benefits, but we can never get out of the way of what we think we should do versus what people are already doing. A lot of the successful business owners have payroll. They are offering 401k. They pay for their, their benefits, medical and dental benefits through the business. They're saving income. They're doing the things that we all want to do, but they took that step to set it up and then they executed it. No questions asked. And I say this all the time in all honesty. It, I didn't always have a directed self uh, savings. No, no, no. I didn't always put myself on payroll. No, 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 no. I would take money that I needed or that I thought I needed. And then I'd take too much. And then I'd have to put half of it back to make sure I covered a bill or a, a, a debit or whatever. <laughs> And then I would go back and forth and do that robbing Peter to pay Paul going back and forth, going back and forth for years. I wasn't around people who were paying themselves. I wasn't surrounded by business owners who put themselves on payroll. I wasn't surrounded with business owners who had medical benefits that ran through the business. I wasn't around business owners that were saving income. I, I wasn't around that. But when I did get around that, you would not believe how much I was pushing myself to do it because I could see the relief of all these business owners who were not only getting a check, but they were saving money and, and all of their medical expenses were, were through the business. There was a level of relief that I was searching for 
that I wanted to experience because I surrounded myself with the people who were already doing those things. I just thought it was difficult. Payroll is difficult. Oh God, why would I put myself on payroll? That's just so hard. Not realizing that there's businesses that will do it for you. I didn't know, right? And it's not that expensive, to be honest. I don't want to look into medical benefits and pay them through the business. That's not an expense I want to do. Now, I need them, but I'm not sure if I really want to do it. When When I started implementing it, I mean, it's been years, I would say. Oh God, since we, oh God, it's been, oh Lord, Selena's 16. So maybe 10 years now um, that we've had consistent medical benefits. My daughter was on my my parents' plan for a long time because we lived with them. So they were able to cover her. But um, when I started doing the things, I started noticing that I started feeling relieved like everybody else in the group. And I said, wow, this feels good. This feels nice. I'm not struggling. I now have medical benefits. I have dental benefits. I'm saving. I have a 401k. My company is matching it. I'm paying myself every week. This really feels good. So I understood now everyone who was in the group and the way they were speaking was from a place of relief. The stress was gone. There was consistency. And then when I got to that level and I started seeing the consistency and I started experiencing what they were experiencing, I'm like, yeah, now I understand. I understand now. And I don't know why I fought it because I needed this type of discipline. I needed to be able to allocate so much money to that savings account and then that that backup emergency account and then that dance account for my daughter and then everything else goes in the main account. Like I needed to be that disciplined and then start challenging myself every year to put more and more and more in those other accounts, right? Because I was making more. So I say all of that to say, when you're ready to surround yourself with successful business owners, The way you think about a lot of things in your own business is going to change. And it's not that it's negative or someone's pointing out, you know, why you should, why didn't you do this? Why? No, no, no. It's not even about that. It's about you wanting to feel that level of comfort and stress less consistently. The way people speak when their household is taken care of is very different than people who speak who are struggling and they're very desperate. They're willing to take, you know, clients that abuse them. They're willing to take clients that no show. They're willing to have clients barter with them how much it's going to cost and they give in. It's a different feeling. It's a different way of doing business. Because now your bottom line is making sure all those things that you've allocated are now going to be taken care of. So now I can relieve myself from stressing out about the money side. Now I can start focusing on consistency in my marketing. Now I can start focusing on being consistent with clients. I can start over communicating. I can start doing those client appreciations and I can start doing those bring a friend days and I can start doing the things that I need to do so that I have more consistency in my business. 
But I'm doing this by surrounding myself with people who are already doing the same thing that I should be doing. So I hope that resonates with some of you. I hope it really hits home that sometimes putting yourself around successful people gives you a different point of view. They struggled, you're struggling. Everyone who's now successful has had a period of struggling. They didn't wake up and it was successful overnight. They struggled. They may not talk about it, but they struggled, right? But it's more important for you to get around people who are successful, who had the struggle, who understand what it's like to have those bad ebbs and flows, who had money issues, who had all of those things that you want to get and you're waiting for that. But there are some certain things that you should do now in the waiting time. So I hope this hits hits home for some of you. Those of you who are on my podcast, thank you guys so much. I do encourage you to listen to the other 36, um, 37 episodes that we have. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you so much. Take care.